Top of the morning, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the show that's on in the morning. I'm your host with the most, Davey Hartzell. Pete is on assignment for, of course, Florida Man Games. We're so proud of you, champ. Go, Pete, go. We're all cheering from you from studio. We have a great show ahead. Uh, we have a really, really cool fundraiser uh, coming up for Homeless Reentry Program. We've got Cindy, Executive Director of St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure Museum in Colonial Corner. And we also have Sergeant Mike Clark from St. John's County Sheriff's Office joining us. There was a sad moment, though, Troy, with a little meek and mild seasoned lady, I'll say. She was... Uh, she was carjacked, and we're going to get into that oh. story. I know. I hate hearing about that. Yeah. Of course, we wouldn't be uh, complete this week if we didn't have a dopey library story and a chilly start to the botanical gardens. But if I don't want to fool around and tease too much, we have a very we have uh, these very special guests, and of course, we will. Yeah, don't over tease. No, don't over tease, and stop saying the word tease like nine hundred times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I got this. So good. So we'll roll into uh, the one games that we're very excited about, and we're celebrating here um, all the way till. February 2024 is the Florida Man Games. What? I've never heard of You've it. never heard of this. We'll no, save the date, don't. buddy, to the wildest games in Florida that the earth has ever seen. The Florida Man Games in, embraces a uh, You know what, Troy? What, you know you what, Troy? You know what? I, I need to take two because okay. if okay, I'm going to sell you. tickets, if I'm going to sell tickets, I got to do me. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm listening. Davey Hartzell. Take, take two. two. Clay, drop the beat. In the sunshine state where the crazies roam The Florida Man Games, we're making it our home From the swamp to the beaches, it's a wild ride Get ready, jump in, come on, let's slide We're the Florida Man Games, we play by our own rules In the land of the gators where the heat never cools We're turning headlines into epic tales Welcome to the madness where adventure prevails The FloridaManGames.com Get your tickets yeah. Got the sound effect behind you. That was solid. I was doing that since that 4 a.m. <laughs> you practiced that. I wanted that to be awesome. Yes. You practiced Get that. Get your I'm tickets, gonna, baby. I'm going to give you a golf clap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Go. And we'll keep golf clapping because we're going to move into Bozard Ford Lincoln. They have kicked off their 74th year of serving St. Augustine in Northeast Florida. For three generations, their team and dealership have grown to meet the needs of this great community. The Bozard campus and the I-95 and State Road 16 exit is full with inventory from Ford and Lincoln, along with great selection of pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models in the area. They have the state-of-the-art department, such as the Quick Lane for express service and parts and accessories shops that can take care of your vehicle's needs during the lifetime of your vehicle. And no trip to Bozart is complete without a stop at Ford's Garage to enjoy one of their signature burgers, bruh. The 904 Now Burger, at least one to go, right? You at least have to take one of our burgers home for something. Jeez. From delivery of your new car to uh, in your new driveway to mobile service of your fleet of company vehicles or anything in between, the team at Bozart Ford Lincoln is ready to meet your needs in a way that is designed exclusively for you. Just let their family take care of your family. Bozart Ford Lincoln, they're driven to inspire. And a quick shout out to Great Expectations Realty, Amara Med Spa, Fidus Roofing, BHF Insurance, Willow and Maine, St. August Pizza, Sheba Hut Toasted Subs, Griffin Service, and Chris Lucero Barrel Bonds, in which we will talk about a little bit later. But without waiting too long, the man, the myth, the legend, Troy, how are you doing today? Hey, happy Thursday. Oh, weekend Eve! We made it! This is amazing. Okay, this- before we get too far into it, David, true, true. I, I got a question. Yeah. You're, you're doing all the reads today. Gotcha. So when we get 
get to fight us, do I have to do pavers and gutters or do I just stay with gutters? I got pavers on here, but if you want to take both, I got no, you. No, I just I wanted to make sure we were prepared. <laughs> I like it. And I didn't step on you. See, when, when no show to, prep, zero. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I literally walked in just now. I love it. So, um, I love it. But hey, happy Thursday. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's a day today, right? Woo, woo. It's weekend eve. It's Friday, Junior. Mm-hmm. Clay, how you doing in the booth, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing good, bud. Thanks. Yeah. Cindy, the, Sergeant Clark, how you guys doing? Great. Doing great. great. Thank you. Yeah, exciting. All right. So that leads us into, Troy, question of the day. What's your question of the day, sir? All right, question of the day, and there's a lot of answers that could come out of this. Okay, I'm okay. nervous. Yeah, there's a lot of answers that can come. What's the best way to use an egg? Uh, the best way to use an egg. Okay. I'm going to say I I like my eggs like over medium or like over easy because I like, you know, to like dip it. And we say in the time we say pucha, we pucha the mm-hmm. bread into the, the yolk. Is that was that acceptable enough? Yeah. yeah OK, yeah, good. No, that's fine. That's fine. No judgment. All right. No, no, no. no <laughs> Clay. <laughs> um, I always used to hate over easy. But, OK. Um, I think it's like a topping now, you know. Yeah. It's like a hollandaise almost, so, but not yeah. the hollandaise. Yeah. 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 So and, and you guys, you guys kind of went the standard. I said the best way to use an egg. Mine's, I love sweets. Okay. You can't make a cake without an egg. That's true. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going with, and you know, and, and second on the list is pancakes. Oh, so I, yeah. I'm going, I'm going with, uh, cake. First. Tell me about your pancake journey. Do you have fruit or chocolate chips or anything in them? Or are they just classic pancakes? Classic pancakes. Yep. Might, might throw a little cinnamon in there okay. as I'm making the pancakes. A little flair. Okay. Yeah, a little, little bit of, little bit of extra th- cinnamon sugar, not just the straight cinnamon. Yeah. So, Sergeant Clark, how do you take your eggs? Well, just like I had some this morning, boiled. Okay. Yeah, boiled. Very good. Before I came over here. Nice. There you go. That's the healthy way. Healthy. I like it. Cindy? So. Well, I went in a totally different direction because it's Halloween week. When I was growing up, the night before Halloween was mischief night. I remember. And we always had eggs and we, you know, yeah. did what to do with eggs on mis- mischief night. We usually threw them at each other, not people's property, though. <laughs> I was going to say, t- But for some reason, when you said the best use, use of an egg, that's what's popped in my head. I mean, uh. now they're like a million dollars. So you're like actually like throwing money out the window. Yeah. It's because eggs are so expensive. Back, they're back scrambled down again. eggs. Yeah. So. They're back down again. Oh, they're back yeah. down, they're again. down again. It's okay. Like, it, it's even better than our gas report. Well, what an inspiring <laughs> question. Much lower. I know. So, right. no, no, so you TP in the eggs and yeah. Halloween. Soaping windows, yeah. you know, taking yeah. the bar soap and soaping the neighbor's windows yeah. while they were sitting in the living room. Toilet paper and trees it. is all I remember. <laughs> right. And it is officially, and the reason I ask this, it is officially uh, Deviled Egg Day. Oh, is it really? National Deviled oh. Egg Day. Oh, my sister oh, makes yes. amazing deviled eggs. Yeah. I make amazing deviled eggs. Yeah. I'll do you put paprika on top? Everything on top. God bless. Bacon. <laughs> Love it. Everything. That's the that'll, journey. That'll deviled eggs. That'll do it. Yeah. Are they going to be a like fundraiser? It. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good plug. If I have time today, okay. <laughs> I'll whip up some deviled eggs. Oh, fantastic. Hey, Troy, what's a quick check of the weather? Uh, rain late. Late after the event. That long check of weather is brought to you by Great Expectations Auction and Realty. They can sell your home, business, and everything in between. Check them out today at geauction.com or gerealty.us. We now go high above the atmosphere where traffic is always clear. Clay, what's going on in St. John's County today? Uh, Not a whole lot. Oh. Pretty clear So roads. peaceful. US, US 1 was crazier than that. Wow. Yeah, US 1 is a different story. I wish we need to get a US 1 cam. Mm-hmm. But we don't, so... Just avoid 16, and that's about it. Yeah, about 16, yeah. But it looks nice, though. 
Yeah. Very dark on the upper left there. Yeah, that's on the way to Jacksonville, you know. Typical. Typical. Going towards the pollution. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, that traffic report was brought to you by our friends at Ah Mara Med Spa. Looking for a relaxing and rejuvenating experience? Look no further than Amara Med Spa. At Amara, they specialize in providing their clients with a range of luxurious spa treatments and advanced medical aesthetic procedures. Whether you're looking to unwind with a soothing hydrofacial or enhance your natural beauty with Botox, dermafillers, or laser treatments, their expert staff will work with you to develop a personalized treatment plan tailored to your unique needs and goals. Amara's state-of-the-art facility features the latest technology equipment and fancy toilets, ensuring that you receive the highest quality of care and the most effective results possible. Plus, Amara's relaxing and inviting atmosphere will leave you feeling refreshed and rejuvenated. Visit them today at the AmaraMedSpa.com. Check their socials for specials. All right. Uh, did get news that uh, mm. 207 is blocked headed to US-1, so avoid 207. What did you do? I didn't, well, someone typical. put it in the comments. So typical. Wasn't me this time. Ugh. All right, I folks. I don't go that far south. <laughs> you didn't go that far <laughs> south this morning. All right. I'd be remiss if we did not officially introduce our guest today. We have Cindy Stavely, Executive Director of St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure Museum in Colonial Corridor. And we also have Sergeant Mike Clark from the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. Welcome, guys. You guys have something really special to talk about today. We do. So what's going on tonight, Cindy? Tonight at the Colonial Oak, we are having a fundraiser for the Sheriff's Department reentry program. Mm. Um, there'll be live music, the Justin Parton Band, a good local country music band Ooh. who um, actually has some records out. So they're a great band. Um, we'll have some 50-50 drawings. We'll have some silent auction items. We'll have... Uh, I heard your silent auction is nothing to sneeze about. Like, you've got some good. fancy some pants things, right? Hotel stays, Casa Monica with a dinner. Nice. Um, the Holiday Inn with on US-1. I think We've you know a guy. Yes. Restaurant, yeah. <laughs> restaurants and um, great things like that. So Fabulous. And we will... Um, be doing all kinds of fun things there as well. But it's free to get in. Okay. Um, there'll be a drink special that we're making. The distilleries donated us a bunch of vodka to make a drink special. I love that. And the way that we're raising the money, besides the silent auction and the 50-50s, is the Colonial Oak is donating all the proceeds from the bars to the fundraiser. Oh, wow. And so, Sergeant Clark, talk to us really quick about what the actual fundraiser means. What is the reentry program? So uh, the reentry we do from inside the jail, the sheriff asks us to go to an outreach program, which goes to, we go on the streets, go to homeless encampments and try to offer the same service that we do for uh, individuals that are incarcerated inside the jail. Uh, the difference is, is we can't fund those individuals out on the street like mm -hmm. we can individuals inside the jail. So if we wanted to go up to somebody and provide a service like reunification, well, we can't buy a bus ticket to reunify them with their family, friends, any kind of support system on the other side, wherever their destination is. Uh, so this is what this fundraiser is about. It also uh, funds things like bicycle boxes. They can take your bicycles on the bus because many of them won't leave without their bicycle. Right. That's their property, right? Yeah, exactly. That's all they have. And a lot of times they want to get when they get to where they're going, they still need transportation. That's that that bicycle. Even if it's $25, that's all they have to their name. Right, right, right. So this helps fund this uh, the the. Uh, a way we can actually put them on the bus with their bicycle. Yeah. It also helps us provide if we need food and clothing. We do get some donations, but we don't get enough to do provide. We've gotten, I mean, we're getting an average of uh, one to two a day that's calling. And a lot of it's from like the St. Francis house. Uh, Cheryl at St. Francis house will call me. Uh, individuals that's come here, got stuck here. A lot of times relationships 
brought right, them here and then they right. get uh, homeless. And many of them are homeless for two years on our streets and on St. George Street, our encampments. And a lot of people don't understand that these encampments, even though they may be in the county, mm. they go in and out. So they'll go to the, uh, in the town to, to Panhandle, they'll go to St. George Street, and they'll go back to their encampment, wherever that may be. Mm. And a lot of that intel I get from individuals that I'm actually re- reunifying when I'm going to the bus stop, I, I probably take 99% of them to the bus myself. Mm. And I talk to them to get this intel about where these encampments are. And then we go to those encampments. When they're in large groups like that, we can actually talk to them and see offer our services, whether it be reunification, put them transitional housing. We've actually had, uh, we, you know, we, we do work with co-responders now that we can actually say, hey, I've got a guy out here. Can you address him when it comes to substance abuse or mental health issues? Uh, so these are the things we're trying to address. This fundraiser is very important because that's what helps fund this, that portion of reentry which is the outreach portions. So. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them travel. Like, you know, when they get the the bus pass, say if they get that, and like you were telling me earlier, you know, that you can give them a set of clothes, but right. they have five days of travel. So they're right. going to need more than just one set, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we'll end up making, you know, because a lot of times we've got, I'll give you an example. One person we put to California, mm-hmm. he went back out there. He didn't have family or friends, but he did have an employer. We reached out to that employer. It was a body shop. And, and he was like, uh, I asked him, hey, do you uh, do you know who this was? Yeah. He said, yeah, he used to work with us. He was a great worker. I said, well, he's in, at that time, it was St. John's County Jail. We So we that was a different fund. But I'm giving you an example of others. Sure, that sure, do. Yeah. So we actually put him on a bus to California. Wow. He's now working down at this body shop. The guy had a, an apartment above the body shop. He's living in the body uh, in the apartment, working in the body shop, and he's still doing. He's actually being pretty successful. But he was stuck here two years because he came here with a girlfriend. They here broke up. And, here and we so, go. Right, before, exactly. Yeah. So that's a, a very very common theme. Uh, so, but that's a about a five day trip because mm. they stop, transfer buses, and, and so forth. And he had a, a little bit of an alcohol uh, addiction. So we were afraid that he might get off. But we wanted to try to give him every uh, tool in the toolbox so he can utilize. So maybe he wouldn't, and he yeah. didn't. But that's because we did give him enough food. We gave him the stuff. He wouldn't get desperate when he when he stopped at a a, a bus stop because he's hungry or whatever. Mm-hmm. So th- this is what helps with the ones on the outreach on the street. So we have a lot of stories just like that that we do on the street as well. And uh, that's where these funds will come in, where we can actually purchase the food, we can purchase the the clothing, uh, and any other tools. But we actually reach out to a support system. Uh, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you just bust them out." No, we're not doing that. Right, because right. that's not going to solve anything. Us, the the old way of, uh, of all counties is dropping off the next county, and that that just doesn't. That's not effective. It's not an effective tool. Um, so when we do this, we try to reach out to whatever support system on the other end. If they got a, a mom, I just picked up uh, one that hey, he'd been arrested thirty two uh, thirty two times here in St. John's County. Thirty two times, right? Cost and and it's very small stuff. It's open container or trespassing. Oh so a few goodness. days here, a few days there. Still cost the taxpayers fifty three thousand dollars to house them in the jail. Right. So uh, the the sheriff reached out to me and said, "Hey, there's these two guys. They're out there at the cemetery across from Target. Go out there and see if you can and help them out." So I went out there. One was the guy that I talked to who had been arrested thirty two times, and I convinced him after showing him a big. I keep a pictures of everybody I I, I help Smart. getting on the bus, and I show them. So because they 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 think I'm here for other reasons, not just to help them. Right, right, right. We're, no, I'm here as an assault approach. I'm not here to arrest you. I'm here to help you. Uh-huh. So I show him this book of all the people that I've helped, and I was able to convince him that to to his reach out to his mother in South Carolina. I had him on a bus in 40 minutes Golly. from talking to him at that cemetery. The other one that was there, I reached out to Justin Epic, a co-responder for Epic, and had him go out there. He was on the field, go talk to him about getting him detox over the Epic Detox South. 
So there is a detox angle to this, too. There is. That's a big thing. I mean, addiction is a huge thing. That's one of our biggest dilemmas. I mean, mean, transportation, housing, uh, substance abuse, mental health, these are all issues that we we deal with daily. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're going to get this individual, the other individual, into detox, and he wants to go to Clearwater to be with his mom down there, but he wants to get clean before he goes down there because his mom doesn't want him there when he's he's under that situation, so. And Troy, how, how do you think about this? Because you're like my specialist as far as going to about homeless services. Do you think that this is a great thing to get them up and out and on their feet again? Well, the, well, the number one thing is having the one-to-one contact and and treating everybody as an individual because everybody's problems are, you know, uh, different. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's schizophrenia out there. There's mental health. There's addiction. There's just guys like, uh, you know, bad breakups and hit a, hit a mm-hmm. deep, deep depression uh, situation. And those are, those are the ones that we can help. You know, some of the ones with the schizophrenia is a little more challenging because the medication, when they start feeling good, they're like, Oh, I don't need it anymore because it does make them lethargic and it makes them, you know, we got to do a better job on the medication that's associated with, with the schizophrenia mm-hmm. um, because it just doesn't make them feel good. Right. Even though it makes them better and more sane, it doesn't make them feel good. Well, it changes their paradigm and what they're it, used to, right? Exactly. But the most important thing uh, that uh, um, you guys are doing out there is that one-on-one contact and finding the right solution for this person. Because everybody's solution is different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, we're going to solve homeless. That's not going to happen. Mm-mm. All right. It's just, I mean, I, you know. It's an isolated president, case. Been president of home again, uh, you know, over 10 years now and was president of St. Francis House for almost that same amount of time. So you're not going to solve it. You have to handle every individual um, by itself. Case by case. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and handle it with compassion and a human factor. And that's the most important level of success we're going to have out of this program. I completely so, agree, Troy. So, yeah. Cindy, I mean, how important is it to the the Downtown Business Coalition, the, the reentry program? You guys obviously saw something amazing about this program and you were like, let's rally, let's make this fundraiser. Where was that moment? Well, it's because, you know, once we found out about this, our main concern was, you know, all the people on St. George Street, um, you know, messing with the tourists and the school groups. And that was a real concern of ours, especially the school groups walking by and they were, you know, not being talked to properly. So, and then, you know, it just doesn't look good for downtown St. Augustine Mm -hmm. to have everybody down there sleeping, passed out in the middle of the street, whatever. So you guys thought be proactive about this and give mm-hmm. them a leg up with this new reentry program. Exactly. And it's working. I mean, I've seen a big difference between this year and last year with how many are down on the streets. And um, I, I love and the fact that they do this makes me want to go up and talk to these people one on one and give them his information. Yeah. You know, find out a little yeah. bit about their story and get his information, give them his information and, you know, let them know that there's somebody out here that can help you if you want the help. Yeah, I like the narrative that there's and, actually and somebody Dave, on the other. Go ahead. And David, the, the reentry program is not a new program. It's been around a long time, but it's all in how the approach is made. Okay. And like um, Officer Mike, you know, uh, Deputy um, said, he goes up, he shows them the pictures and it's that approach that creates the success. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the reentry programs existed for years and years and years, and it's been tried in a lot of different places. Like they said, take you to the end of the county. That's not going to work. You need to get them to a place they want to be first mm-hmm. for them to have a level of success. And you have to learn that through the conversation. And it's got to be a challenge 
for you as a police officer um, because these guys have had so many bad interactions with, right. with officers, um, you know, and it's got to be a, a little bit of a challenge with you approaching and, and making that happen. It, it is. And a lot of it's because and now some of these individuals I've known because they have come to jail and, and so forth. But we taken a you know. We want to go with the soft approach first. So when we're doing this outreach, you know, I keep a, ma a map of everybody I put on a on reunification program. Our, our red dots that we have on this map are from incarceration. So we've been doing that for about a year and a half, right, because mm -hmm. we had those funds and stuff. We haven't really started this outreach up until the, earlier this year, and mm -hmm. we've already are starting to outpace with the outreach over reentry because the, with the blue, I use the blue dots as law enforcement, but I use these as the outreach. They're starting to outpace the ones we have in the jail. That's a good thing because that means less people are coming to jail first. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's saving the taxpayers money. Huge. It's helping these guys. Some of these guys, they don't need an arrest record mm -hmm. when we can help them before they get that. Because that turns out to be an in endless spiral because they'll come to jail. Then they get desperate. They start doing it again and again. It becomes a revolving door. Mm -hmm. If we can help them prior to that, that that's a big step in the right direction. I, I was going to ask so. you how it has been progressing over the years, and, and you're saying you're seeing an uptick on as well. Oh, man, just in the last, I would say the last three months, our outreach, that uh, the ones we're getting right off the street, uh, have it more than tripled. And mm -hmm. so that's really, uh, that's we started with... Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, just because the word of mouth. We, we got the reunification cards we've handed out to our partners like St. Francis House and mm -hmm. uh, uh, Flagler Behavioral Health and so forth. And uh, we build these rapports and networks, and they call me, and they're like, man, I've never had somebody just on pace right then because we want to get it taken True, care. yeah, you got to be proactive now. Because right, yeah. Otherwise, if we don't, they may uh, either reoffend or offend for the first time out of desperation. Uh, you know, people, they do things out of desperation sometimes. So if we can get them to that point prior to that, it saves the taxpayers money. It mm -hmm. helps these people not get an arrest record. It cleans our streets up because we're actually saying, hey, we're getting you off the street. Whether And it doesn't necessarily have to be reunification. Like I said, some people aren't going anywhere. Some people are from here. They don't have mm -hmm. family or friends or support systems anywhere else. So those individuals, and, and like Troy was saying, we're never going to get rid of homelessness. But what you do is mitigate it. Mm -hmm. So you can at least reduce it to an amount that is something our resources can handle. But if they continue to, to grow and grow, another example is for as far as the reentry is concerned, is some people come into jail, not homeless, mm -hmm. but they leave homeless because they now, uh, they may be in jail for seven, eight months. They've lost their job, their family, their house. Their, I mean, they've been evicted. Everything happens while they're in jail. Mm -hmm. So now they're homeless. Now we're adding to the homeless issue. So we're addressing that from inside the jail. We're addressing it on the streets with outreach. We're doing all this wow. in combination. It needs the combination to be successful, in my opinion. Uh, and what I've seen, and we're going to be doing a little bit of research on uh, why people, the ones that aren't from here, come to St. Augustine for whatever reasons. You know, there are different reasons that true, true. people, they have, you know, theories on why. We're going to try to do a little more research and have, and uh, you know, actually talk to them on the way to reunification. And I've talked to some unofficially about it, and most of them say, well, you know, I'm in, in Jacksonville, and uh, and it's not the officials there. It's the other homeless individuals mm -hmm. telling them, hey, you come to St. Augustine, they got all the good services. Yeah. So there's there may be an aspect that we're going to do a little more research on that before I can speak on it. But yeah, that, that, and that's be cautious when yeah. you make that statement. Yeah. Okay. Because then then people will deny the the people well, that no, are trying absolutely. to get trying I, to. That's that's a statement that you know uh, we fight against a lot.
uh, when you're in service. Right. Well, if we if we do that, they're going to come, and that's not the in the history. No, we, we history don't we don't that believe doesn't. that. I believe that you know, obviously, if they're going to come either way, uh, okay. but if, if we can look at it at a different aspect and different ways to address it. So if 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 there are situations that we are addressing it in, in a way that say, okay, mm-hmm. I don't believe it's all enabling it. Yeah. I'll give you an example. We've got a, an individual. I won't give his name, but he was down uh, down. T- uh, on St. George Street, and he goes around and he feeds the homeless, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's not really helping the individual out, but mm-hmm. it is feeding him. Okay. He's putting food in his mouth. So a lot of the individuals that I've talked to wanted me to address this guy and say, hey, tell this guy that's not working. You're just keeping him on the streets. So I invited this individual to one of our Operation New Hope graduations here at the Reentry Center, mm-hmm. and I wanted to just get his take on what we do and what you know how he would react to what I did. So we gave him a big tour, talking about reunification, mm-hmm. transitional housing, all the programs we do, and he was like, wow, I didn't even know this even existed. I right? didn't either. Yeah. I mean, for so, me, I felt like it's new. So. Right, they didn't know it existed. So I wanted to see that. I said, okay. So I said, I've been told that you know you you feed people. I said, I think that's great. You're doing what's, what's in your heart. True. You're yeah. doing because he's a, he's a he's a minister as well mm-hmm. and uh so I said you're doing what Jesus would do I I get that I understand that uh uh but we have to look at it a different take so what I I, I looked at a different perspective and said let me instead of trying to lecture this guy about enabling someone by feeding because that's not the case I mean mm-hmm. my dad goes to St. Francis house and feeds the homeless right, right. so that's I'm not against that at all but what I wanted to do is utilize his service and say so you're going out here you've got this rapport with these guys you've mm-hmm. been feeding them for a year or more You've talked to these guys. You know this. Let me give you a bunch of my cards. I said, when you're feeding them, keep feeding them, doing what you do, but let's help them as well. Now this this guy, he's a minister. He's going to come volunteer in the jail even. Mm. So I got him clear to come talk in the jail. So utilize his services of feeding these individuals and say, hey, if you come across this guy that needs help, call me. I'll I come out you, and talk to you're him. You're just looking at a wider aperture. You're looking right, at I'm the just bigger looking picture. At wider, yeah, so yeah. I don't believe... I don't think someone like that or any of the service are enabling it. Right, yeah. right. I think they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. But let's let's combine that feeding well, well, and, them. And, and and just so I'm I'm very clear on on what what my statement is is money that goes to these associations and and what it is is it's a financial driver that creates the issue mm-hmm. that we have on St George Street. Uh, our number one offenders of giving money to the homeless. Mm-hmm. Or the fourth graders. I know the fourth yeah. graders. They'll yeah. give up their they'll give up their yeah. lunch money oh. to to the homeless, doing the right thing right. in their heart. Yeah, but um, we have to come up with a program, uh, save the change to make a change. Right. And basically, what that is is we create it where the money goes to an Epic Services, a Home Again, um, this, uh, COC. Um, St. Francis House, and then that money we know goes into the right location. It doesn't go to the last dollar this homeless person might have. Mm -hmm. You know, with the way fentanyl and all the drug situation we have going on right now, you literally could give $5 to a homeless person Mm -hmm. that could end their life. That's what happened on on Holmes Holmes Boulevard. So, you know, the financial... is the reason they're on St. George Street. Mm. If we can kind of curtail that into a positive position, we'd be in much better shape. And, uh, you know, and I, I love the one-on-one, right. the yeah, approach that you guys are taking because that's making an individual difference every single time. Sure, and, absolutely. And, and we feed the homeless every single day with Dining With Dignity. And we use that as a tool to get to 
certain individuals we know we can help mm-hmm. and right. kind of pull out of the crowd. Um, you know, so it, it's how uh, the relationship and, with the outreach group you have. Uh, you say you have a relationship with St. Francis. They have an outreach group too. Are you in communication with those yeah, all the guys, time. the yeah, blue absolutely. shirt guys? Cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they've called me numerous times uh, to address usually usually reunification with them because they do a lot of the other case management work uh, mm-hmm. for locals. And like like I was telling Troy, it's what we do is we're just mitigating that so that the funds would be available and the help can be available for a smaller group. You know, the larger it is, the less opportunity for us to help individuals that aren't going anywhere. So they will call us about that reunification and we address that immediately. But like I said, we have a relationship with a lot of these uh, homeless individuals because I won't say they don't all come to jail, but there's a large percentage that do. And the ones that we run into, um, I mean, my sheriff, every time there's a hurricane, there'll be a homeless, uh, they go to a homeless shelter, one of the high schools, Mm -hmm. and the sheriff will send me out there to address. There'll be 70, 80 homeless individuals in the gymnasium. And I'll walk in there like a drill sergeant, loud and, and, very articulate and let them know that, hey, I'm here to help. Mm. And we'll get a list. Uh, the last one that we did, we did 17 reunifications just in that one stop. Two of the people, you know, they 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 call me my first name. They're like, hey, Mike, I hear right. across the gymnasium. And right, I see right. him, you know, and I saw him. I, I recognize him, Robert. Hey, man. And we'll talk and we'll catch up. Now, he's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've tried numerous times. He actually has uh, a little bit of, of, of money from Social Security. Okay. Uh, but very little. I've tried to get him into... Uh, housing, you know, income-based housing and so forth like that. He just doesn't want it. He's nomadic. He wants to be in the woods. That's yeah, all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those individuals that there's not much you can do. That's why it's important one-on-one. Right. That's why yeah. it's important mm-hmm. one-on-one. I love it. So, Cindy, tell us again what is going on tonight. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, what, 7 o'clock? Is 7 it? o'clock at the Colonial Oak right there on St. George Street. Free admission. Um, the more you drink, the more money we make. Hey, it's, hey, it's a bad thing. take an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink, unfortunately. <laughs> you can drink water. <laughs> yeah, but yeah bring, bring, bring some, you know, bring some money for 50-50 drawings and great silent auction items. Um, and the music community. again was what, Justin, Justin Lee? Justin Parton Band. Oh, no relation to Dolly. I wish. He doesn't look like her. So oh, no. <laughs> Still going to see Justin, though. That's pretty awesome. Very, very cool. So tonight, Colonial Oak, 7 to 10 p.m. I'm so appreciative of you guys showing up and showing out today. Thank you so yeah, much. You. you guys are doing amazing work. Thank you for the one-on-one. And I, I got a great education today on this whole reentry program. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you guys. We also are auctioning off a day with the sheriff, too. I want to let you yes. guys know. Oh, that. so, yeah. that's a big yes. one, so, you guys. Yeah, it comes a lunch that's... picture. You get a ride along. You actually get it. If you haven't had the uh, opportunity to visit the jail, you'll get a tour of that, too. Okay. Kind of everybody has been inside, and it's kind of exciting. So, do we get to ride in the nice cab, or do we have to sit in the back where it's not cushioned? Well, that's your choice. Knees, yeah, <laughs> the knees are really tight for a guy. That's like what you. I'm saying. You don't want to get arrested. It might not be a luxury no experience, leg, Mariah Carey. No sorry. <laughs> So good. Well, thank you guys. Thanks so yeah, much thank for showing you. up today. Yes, I appreciate your time. Absolutely. You. We'll see you at the Oak. All, All right. right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. And if you get in trouble with Sar- uh, Sergeant Mike Clark, you might have to call Chris Lucero bail bonds. So are you someone that knows uh, someone that's gotten in trouble with the law or just had a bad day and need an inmate bail assistance? Look no further than Chris Lucero bail bonds. Their team of experienced professionals is available 24-7 to provide fast and reliable bail services, ensuring that you and your loved one can get in or not get in. They're trying to get out, baby, get out of jail uh, and back to life as soon as possible. Always remember this number, 904-822-BAIL. That's 904-822-2245.
We now move into the music report by Visit St. Augustine. Live music mic check. Uh, we've got Jim Lamb at the Milltop Tavern at noon. Smoking Joe Shower at Backyard Island Grill at Meehan's at 1 p.m. Alexis Paramus at Pierre's Pub at 1 p.m. Dewey Via Argaya at Guy Harvey Resort 5 p.m. Clue Dog at Dog Rose Brewing Company 5 p.m. Vinny Jacobs Hurricane Grill and Wings at 5 p.m. Haley Fahey at Dog Rose Brewing Company at 6 p.m. Caleb Joy, Salt Light Food Shack at 6 p.m. Justin Lee Parton, there he is, Colonial Oak, 7 p.m. Todd yeah. Carey, I know, Todd Perry, or excuse me, Todd Carey at Dog Rose Brewing at 7 o'clock p.m. Yale Dre, Shayla Moore, Say No More, 7 o'clock p.m. Anna Rose at the Dog Rose Brewing at 8 p.m. And Steve Everett at Dog Rose Brewery. There's a lot going on at Dog Rose yeah. night, 9 p.m. That music uh, mic report is brought to us... Br- by Griffin Service. All AC and plumbing and electrical companies are not created equal. Griffin Service understands that choosing the right company when you need AC, plumbing, or electrical service is a big decision. We help hundreds, if not thousands, of local families just like you every week getting problems fixed so you can get back to what really matters. You see them everywhere, dozens of times in a week, and when you do, it means legendary service. If you have an AC, plumbing, or electrical problem, Griffin makes it easy. Schedule them online at Griffin Service com. Get a free 360 degree assessment to determine what's going on and what they can do about it. We love them over at Griffin Service. Give them a call today at 904-500-2653. All right, Troy, let's get into it. We got carjacking suspect dies in crash after fleeing police in pursuit from, of course, Duval County to St. John's County to Flagler County. So in a multi-county carjacking incident, a suspect died after police chase ended on Interstate 95 in Flagler County. The carjacking began when a 72-year-old woman offered a stranger for a ride at a gas station in Jacksonville after he claimed to need a lift to the University of North Florida. However, he changed his destination, here we go, to Walmart on Lem Turner and then said he was lost, prompting the woman to stop at the intersection of Stevenson Drive and Edgewood avenue he then tells her to get the step in and then pushed her out of the car and robbed her the suspect reportedly stole the vehicle in jacksonville uh near this intersection and headed through st john's county uh prompting the obviously the accident that happened in flagler county so the incident mentioned that the 72 year old woman had uh offered the stranger a ride sustained only an injury to her arm thank god Mm -hmm. but don't pick up strangers right yeah no i mean it's something you used to be able to do and and but it just doesn't she thought she was helping somebody don't don't do it and uh don't invite him into your into your vehicle yeah yeah um luckily he's the only one who got injured in this is what it sounds like Uh, i know apparently he was sitting in the back seat of the car and then he went to the from the back to the front and then pushed her out i just feel bad for the lady who was trying to be super sweet and try to do something nice yeah so yeah well i mean you know yeah this guy lost his life you know acting a fool i know right so uh Oh my goodness, you know what I did? I totally forgot to do the Gas Buddy Gas Report and I already did Chris Lucero. So can we do Gas Report? Yeah. Uh, I'm I, patching I, it I together. Like, I, was I was wondering why we went straight to Chris, yes. but that's like, I wasn't going to say anything. I thought you had a plan. Yeah, right? apparently you not. Had, you had your laptop going. 
I was not questioning. I was like, okay, he's doing it his way. I'm good with it. All right. So, Gas Buddy, Gas Report, we love him over at Chris uh, Lucero Bear Bonds. We have the Valero over on 207 at 313 this morning. We have the Shell on 146 King Street at 314. Owens, I love him over there, 314. Circle K, oh, we're getting a little bit higher, 316 over on our State Road 16. The BP, um, on US 1 South is at 317. We've got the Speedway on US 1. It's 319. And uh, has anyone got the uh, Costco or Bucky's it, report? It is uh, 298 at Costco. Very and, nice. And Blake is in Lynchburg, Virginia, and it is 328 there. Blake is in Virginia. Yeah. Wow. Saving the world one Virginian at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring them down, Blake. Keep them all in Virginia. So, hey, there's a local event and uh, the the Fall Flower Festival in Hastings is coming up. Not easy to say. I know, right? The St. John's Botanical Garden and Nature Preserve hosts the Fall Flower Festival to celebrate the flowers that are still in bloom before the weather turns. Hate to tell you, baby, but the weather turned today. (laughs) While Jack Frost rarely pokes, pokes. His nose into Northeast Florida. Many of the flowers in this garden do rest over the winter, celebrate their beauty, and enjoy live music. Of course, face painting, food. Why do we always have face painting? Face painting kids is on every it. event. It's like, kids let's cover it. my ch- my child's face yeah, with a flower. Kids love it. <laughs> kids do love it. Yeah. Food from local food trucks and Wild Wonders Animal Show. And Are you gets, in this? And it gets Shauna. Shauna Payne. Oh, I love Shauna. She is a great uh, face artist. Yeah. Uh, Wild Wonders Animal Show. Are you involved with this? Mm-mm. No. Different. The, the gardens are open all day from 9 to 5. Have you been to this? It's a brand new botanical gardens over in Hastings. I have not, but we will We will be attending. So. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, so. Cool. So this happens from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can walk amongst the palms, flowering pants, and nature preserve. Admission uh, normal entry fees are $15 for adults, $10 for seniors, $8 for youth. That's from 8 to 17. Guess what? I'm 17. Yeah. Uh, free for those who are 8 and under. Maybe now I'm seven uh, at St. John's Botanical Garden over on uh, County Road 13 in Hastings. Love what they're doing out there in Hastings. Yeah. All right. We got uh, stupid rich people ripping off people at the libraries. Maybe the library's price tag wouldn't be so high if people weren't doing this. But uh, before we get into that, stupid rich people, stupid rich people ripping off people. I don't like it. We'll get into it. Uh, That's on our terrible Thursday story. But we've got Fidus Roofing. We all get to that story in a minute, but uh, let's see. But of course, our friends at Fidus Roofing, your local roofing experts in St. John's County as the master elite contractors. They take pride in every single day. What sets them apart? <laughs> They're not just building roofs. They're building a better community. Fidus Roofing believes in giving back to their commitment to St. John's County and shines through their support of various children's organizations like Big Brothers, Big Sisters of St. John's County, the Boy Scouts, and Inc. Investing in Kids. With Fidus Roofing, you're not only getting a quality roof, but you're also investing in the future of these incredible organizations. Choose Fidus Roofing for top-notch service and a big heart for the community. Give them a call today, 904-255-ROOF. And don't forget, they do pavers. And gutters. Yeehaw! See, I, I was I was ready to sing the day, dude. You were, you I are. Was, I was there. I was, I was. You were ready. I, I just didn't ready. want to put you on the spot because no. sometimes you get tongue tied. I didn't no. want to make it messy. No, I appreciate appreciate we talking <laughs> talking that through in the show prep. 
<laughs> All right, let's get into this terrible Thursday. All right. We have a book nearly 90 years overdue returned to this New York library. An extraordinary overdue library book made its way back to the Larchmont Public Library in Westchester County, New York. The book called Youth and Two Other Stories by Joseph Conrad, I don't know if that one's legal in Florida or not, but uh, was due October 11th, 1933, Troy, Mm -hmm. making it a 90 years overdue. The fine calculated at 20 cents per day would have exceeded more than $6,400, but the library's policy caps the maximum fine at $5 a day for any overdue book, regardless of how long it's been missing. The book's return was attributed to Joni Morgan, who mm-hmm, who discovered it along with her stepfather's belongings and sent it back to the library. She was doing a nice thing. The library expressed gratitude uh, to her returning the long lost book. I mean, how were you with library books? Were you always on time? Um, usually, uh, I if I did use a book in the library, I stayed in the library. Yeah, I me rarely, too. I rarely would take a, a library book home. I've been known to be thrown so, out of libraries, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I actually can see that. I read out I read out loud too much. Mm. Um, and you probably are reading. You're the person that will read like something shocking, and you go, "Oh my god!" Yes, out, everything is out, dramatic out loud. Oh yeah, out so loud they're like as you're reading, Mister Hartzell, can you please be? I'm like, I'm sorry, books just take me there. I know. Well, so maybe if they would stop stealing these books, we wouldn't have to charge six million dollars for a new library facility. I'm just saying, <laughs> we should pay that sixty four hundred dollars, Miss Morgan. You got that last name for a reason, sugar. Mm. All right, Troy, how do you want to check the comments today, sir? I'm going to truck through the thoughts and terrific, timely commentary of our followers. And while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about Bates, Hewitt, and Floyd. They set a standard that your home is more than just a house. It's where your memories are made. They provide peace of mind and insurance to protect your biggest investments. Having a reliable local insurance agency like Bates, Hewitt, and Floyd for over 40 years of experience in homeowners insurance, auto, commercial, and benefits can be a valuable asset in navigating the unpredictable insurance market. They have expertise to help you find the right coverage for your needs. My boo, our boo, Christy Lawrenson, is readily available at their St. Augustine office, currently situated across from uh, Flagler Hospital, which is now called what? U- uh, Flagler UF. Yeah, UF. Um, she offers her complimentary policy reviews, which is a helpful service for anyone looking to ensure the insurance coverage is up to date and suitable for their needs. Give them a call today, 904-794-5455, and let Christy take a look at your policy. She's saved so many people, hundreds if not thousands out there we love you christy and willow and maine willow and maine beauty bar is your hair's best friend are you tired of looking tired willow and maine feeling like your hair is in a rut willow and maine willow and maine has your cut not sure where to fix your frame take your mug to willow and maine from classic highlights to hair extensions whether your hair is oily crunchy curly straight limp or a little bit of a They'll whip it and clip it into shape, baby. Don't let your hair have a hair emergency. Don't let that stress you out. Give them a call today and book your next appointment. Check out their latest specials on their Instagram, Willow and Main Beauty Bar. And oh, <laughs> gentlemen, make sure the curtains match the carpet, baby. You're welcome. Go to Wednesday Men's Day with Tracy. They're also excited to <laughs> announce their two new senior stylists. Mallory comes from Texas with 
15 years of experience as a color specialist. And Danielle Haybu recently moved from New York uh, with eight years behind her chair. 20% off out there, everybody. New color packages this month. If you book with any of these new amazing uh, super hair heroes, 904-534-3618. What is going on, Troy? What's the comments like? All right. So first off, uh, the egg question, we got a ton of great answers. Um, one of the ones, and and I said cake, but brownies, you need eggs for brownies. True, true, too. True. So brownies. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian, our, our chef, said a six-minute egg uh, or soft scrambled. Oh, I like a soft scramble. Okay. Yeah, okay. all right, I'm good with that. Very nice. Uh, and if he's uh, making it also be thrown out there was a, a nice egg wash. Okay, over a pastry. True, or a, over a pie. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got that. All nice. Right. Um, there was uh, you get an A plus for your wrap. Oh, good. So I you, won. You, okay, you, good. you get an A plus, so you get you get you get that. I was nervous. And, he um, might not like it, so everybody prayers up. He might not. They did not get that approved. <laughs> unfortunately, I had a hair string that was hanging like here. Oh, I didn't notice. And er, don't worry, everyone else did. <laughs> so I finally did see it. I got text. I got messages on Messenger and every. Okay, okay. I will not let my hair, my hat string affect the show again. I thought that was just part of the style. Uh, yeah, you thought that was part was of fancy. it. Bohemian yeah. chic. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, all right, Trey. What's Stoidum stat today? All right, Stoidum stat. Um, we were talking about books and and libraries and stuff like that. The Stoidum stat today is a book that was um, on trial for indecency. Hmm. Uh, and it was on trial in 1960 for indecency. All right. The book was written in 1928 and that's Lady Chatter, uh, Chatterley's Lover. Okay. Okay. It's a very famous book by D.H. Lawrence. Uh, it was movies when I was a kid on Skinamax. Um, oh, I like you it. know, very, it's a very seductive book, really? but <laughs> for some reason, 32 years after the book was released, it's gone on trial. And D.H. Lawrence had been dead for almost 25 years at this point. So who cares? So they, well, they were going after the publishing company uh, okay. for indecency and it was acquitted, you know, because, uh, you know, have you read this book? I've not, read I, it. I've seen the, movies. the movie. I I was it very seductive? It was very, it was like red shoe, like, red shoe diaries. Yeah. Back it's, it's <laughs> it, it, you know, when I was 14, it was very, very over the top. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now it's probably something you'll see at like eight 30 on television. <laughs> You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, gotcha. it's everything. Everything has changed in Absolutely. our world. But uh, in, in 1960, they were finally given the clearance of, oh, okay, this book can be published. Um, they had to ask for permission 32 years after the book came out. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that Stoidum stat was brought to you by St. Augie's Pizza. Oh, wait, there we go. I know, that's why Pete does that all the time. Okay. Yeah, a- Craving delicious pizza in St. Augustine. Look no further than St. Augustine Pizza, located in the corner of uh, West King and Riberia Street. is serving up mouthwatering slices of heaven. I got that right. From classic margarita to loaded supreme. You can't go wrong. Get your slice at Augie's today. All right. Plug, Troy. Um, all right, we got bollocks talks and tangents tonight, and we're talking about underrated movies. Do you have an underrated movie like that you love that just doesn't get its its feel out there? Oh yes, it's that Kirstie Alley mockumentary. Ah, oh, geez, it's 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 well, Death Becomes Her is one. I could say that. Her. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. uh, what's the name of that movie? I can't remember it. I'll put it in comments later. Yeah, uh, but that's a good that's a good topic, buddy. Yeah, it should should be fun. And Amanda's our producer because Blake's out of town, so. Amanda's a, a movie lover too, so I figure we'd go with the. Topic oh, is Amanda too. coming on? Yeah, it's Amanda. It's Amanda and Lenny tonight, so we'll we'll have a fun time. 
very, 634, very, Bollocks, Talks, and Tangents. The film I'm talking about is called Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, it, yeah. I've, it is so good. Oh, my gosh. I love it. It's, it's kind of probably inappropriate nowadays because, you know, things have changed. Like you said, <laughs> speaking yeah. of your sword and stat, right? Every, everything, everything's changed. And I, and I got to say thank you to Cindy because Cindy's <sighs> been one of my original sponsors of Bollocks yeah. uh, at the Pirate Museum. And they just do an amazing job. And they're always, just like tonight, always involved in the community. Hey guys, with this chilly weather, I'm going to shout out a benefit for Pie in the Skies tonight. It's the Soup Showdown fundraiser. Uh, this is music to eat and soup. And then obviously the music is by Bad Dog Mama. We love Excellent. them over there. Yeah. So tonight, 6 o'clock p.m. to 8.30 p.m. This is happening at 134 Riberia Street. Pie in the Sky. 25 bucks a person. You love soup? You better show up and show out, baby. That's going to be something good. Clay, any plugs? Uh, nope. Go to the Oak, I guess. There you go. Go to the Oak and celebrate it. Well, thank you so much for everybody for showing up and showing out today. We love you guys. Uh, I will be back at three o'clock with the world famous Michelle Vagan, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye, everybody. Bye bye.